Welcome to Mornings with Martin. Today we're looking at the book of Job. Specifically, we're looking at Job 19. And it's in Job 19 where we get those words that for our hymn, I know that my Redeemer lives. But before we get to the text itself, what is it that causes Job to, to utter these words? Let's look at the story of Job. So Job is a righteous man and he's living righteously before a righteous God. And then uh, he is put to, uh, to the test. And so all of these blessings of God are stripped away from him. Uh, his family is stripped away. His, his belongings are all destroyed or, or killed or stolen. Even his own body is filled with sickness and illness. And so he, he finds himself at the end, this, you know, this man sitting on this pile of rubble, scratching himself and trying to clean off his, the boils from his skin. It's a, it's a t- terrible scene. And then, of course, we know that the friends come alongside him and they, they offer advice. But anyway, um, we, we don't have a, a time to recap the entire story of Job. But in the midst of all of his suffering, in the midst of accusations from those he had called friends, he has these words to say in Job chapter 19. So let's read. It says this. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. Even in the midst of his suffering, Job has a great hope that he will be redeemed, that he will, that this is not the end of his story, but that there is a resurrection, that there is this, this new, better thing that is awaiting to awaiting him. And the reason I say it's, he focuses on the resurrection is because he says, after this flesh is all destroyed, after my skin is destroyed, after all of this overtakes me, I will see God. My own eyes will see God. I will see him in this flesh. I will see him. And that is such great hope for the Christian. That's such a great difference for the Christian life as opposed to to those who don't believe. Because, you know, sometimes we hear like, well, you know, we imagine that heaven's like like the family circus, right? Where, you know, everyone has... Uh, angel wings on, their little halo, and they're looking, they're you know, kind of slowly on the clouds, you know, and they're looking down upon the, the physical earth. Or that, you know, we're just souls floating through. And like, no, none of that's biblical. None of that's biblical. Instead, we remember in the book of Genesis when, when God made Adam and Eve, and, and, and Eve. Uh, when, when Adam saw Eve for that first time and he said, this is flesh of my flesh, right? This is, this is part of her perfection is her flesh. Or, or here in, in, in Job, when he says, my flesh, my basar is going to see God. It's not a, this, it's not a dirty thing. It's not a, a, a sinful thing. Like in the New Testament, typically the word flesh is, can be used as a you know, fleshly desire, but in the Old Testament, it's just bodily living. And so in your flesh, as a Christian, you get to see God. It's a physical, bodily resurrection from the dead. That's 1 Corinthians 15. 
And so instead of just focusing on like, well, you know, this is all temporary, so who really cares about this? Like, no, like we're, we're called to care for our bodies and, and love and, and preserve them as best we can, knowing that God is going to resurrect this flesh and make it perfect, make it new, make it so, so perfect. It, it's completely different. And so the, the hope for us here is, one, we have a Redeemer, and our Redeemer lives. Jesus Christ died and then is risen from the dead to take us to be with him where he is. And then second is that this flesh, our flesh, we get to see God and be with him. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't allow, uh, I think it's Psalm 16. Psalm 16 talks about uh, he, he does not let his Holy One see decay, right? And, and we know, again, like our bodies are going to decay. Our bodies are going to decay, and yet uh, not forever. Not forever. No matter what happens to us, we will be raised, made perfect, and brought to be with Jesus in his kingdom. And that's great hope for us as a Christian. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for loving us. Thank you for creating us, for giving us these, these bodies. And Lord, we know that, that these bodies of ours are corrupted by sin, by brokenness, that they fail us and they hurt. And yet, Lord, you promise to redeem them, to redeem us, to perfect us in your kingdom. Lord, let us hope on that promise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next time.